It might not be quite what that girl had in mind. But I hope that this song will suffice.
to record it now for the stamping. I've got one more? Yeah. I should point out I'm, I'm part of a band um, called Boy in the Cupboard. I'm, my actual name is Ben, so it's a bit weird to say I am Boy in the Cupboard. I am Ben. Band isn't here. Check this out double bass and drums usually, which is why I have to do that.
And now I'm very pleased to welcome a comedian. Anybody knows me, knows how much I like comedians. Uh, it is an amount of liking comedians. Uh, but uh, this, this is the comedian I actually properly like. I think he's really good. I hope you will too enjoy the signing that Mr. Nathaniel Metcalf. I've realised you've got, you've got two, two sections now, and there are people here, if you're there, if you're there I'm not talking to nobody. Um, I didn't realise you've not had comedians here before, uh, but it's probably best that you think about this as spoken word anyway, then it lets you off the hook of it. Um, it's very nice to be here, I'm, uh, it's uh, an acoustic gig, I don't have a microphone, uh, and I'm, I'm a bit croaky, but don't worry guys, because uh, before I came on I have dosed myself up on some Lemsit Max tank. <laughs> We've got fans and them sit max strength in. Yeah, why wouldn't you be? To me it seems weird that in an era of the Lemsit max strength that they still continue to make the regular Lemsit. <laughs> <laughs> one of them will actually get rid of your symptoms and the other one will just make your phlegm taste a bit lemony. Um, I know this is because it's quite, it's, it's a music gig, isn't it? And it, it, it's difficult to have someone do stand-up at a, a, a music gig often. Uh, so what I've tried to do is meet you halfway, and I've got some uh, jokes about music for you to begin with. So there's some uh, three short jokes about music. Uh, when I was about 14, my mate bought the album The Who Live in Leeds, but I misread it and said, there's no way The Who Live in Leeds. Second one, uh, Ray Parker Jr. once sang I Ain't Afraid of No Ghosts which sounds very brave until you remember, of course, that that is a double negative. So what he's actually saying is, I am afraid of some ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> which, if anything, only awards him the bravery of any normal man. Thank um, you. Uh, I, I, was, uh, I was at the Green Man Festival a couple of years ago. It was very nice, but it rained all weekend except for about half an hour when the band Mogwai were on, uh, which was handy because apparently if you get them wet, they multiply. <laughs> That's your three. That's it. Um, um, I'm 38. I'm 38 now. And um, who in this room is under 38? One. This is for you. This is for you. Everyone else knows me. This is what it's like to be 38 in the year 2017. I was at university before I ever used the internet. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the internet's a very different place now than it was then. They say that today online you're only ever two clicks away from hardcore sex. When I was at university, I was only ever two clicks away from hardcore sex, if you mean clicks to be the military definition for kilometres. <laughs> <laughs> And it's, um, at university, I, uh, I did a degree that was called Communications and Audiovisual Production Studies. And if you don't know what that means, it's basically the same as Media Studies. And if you don't know what Media Studies means, then it's basically like the hardest degree you can do. <laughs> <laughs> but before I did Media Studies, I tried to do an art degree. I spent the term trying to do an art degree. And in my first week at university, I fainted in the very first week and uh, I only fainted for a second and as soon as I hit the floor I regained consciousness and I jumped back up to my feet 
and tried to style it out as though nothing was wrong. And the lecturer said to me, you all right there? And I said, yeah, I'm fine. And he said, uh, okay, okay. But I wasn't fine because actually I've gone completely blind. Now, <laughs> now often, occasionally in, in acting world, in the acting world, it's not unusual for sighted actors to pretend to be blind, uh, like uh, Al Pacino or Ant McPartner. But it is very rare, very rare for a blind person to pretend that he can see. <laughs> and for the next half an hour or so of this lesson, I kept wondering how this was going to affect my time at university doing an art degree. <laughs> and the best thing I could come up with was that I thought maybe I could make a clay sculpture of Lionel Richie's head. <laughs> that was my best guess. I left university in the year, year 2000, and, um, and when you leave university with a media studies degree, it says, before university I watched lots of daytime TV, and after, uh, during university, students tend to, I also watched lots of daytime TV then. And with my media studies degree, when I graduated, I couldn't really get a job, so I watched even more television. And at the time, my um, favourite book was this. It was one I had called The Who's Who on Television Book, 1990 to 1991. And as I say, this story takes place in the year 2000, when this book was already more than a decade out of date, which should give you some idea of the kind of 21-year-old I was. <laughs> And if you're anything like me, you cannot have a book like this for very long without sooner or later looking up the entry for the Art Attack and Finders Keepers presenter, Neil Buchanan. <laughs> and, and you might not, not all know who Neil Buchanan is, but that's all right. So I thought about this. If you don't know who he is, um, <coughs> this is Neil Buchanan. Um, I should point out, if you don't know him as well, that that he's not usually as blue as that in real life. Uh, that's because uh, when I printed that off, the ink cartridge was running out, and his nose didn't really come out at all, so I drew that on with a bit of pen. <laughs> but essentially, this is Neil Buchanan. And um, I don't know Neil Buchanan. I've never met him. In fact, my closest association to Neil Buchanan is via my friend Tony Lee, who was at art college with someone who claims that he was at school with Neil Buchanan. But that is as close as my association gets. And my friend Tony Lee told me two facts about Neil Buchanan, which I'll share with you in a moment. But before I do that, I should point out that my friend Tony Lee is very much what a judge would refer to as an unreliable witness. He's not a man who can be trusted. But, but you don't know Tony Lee, so you've no reason to believe me. So I'm going to give you some examples of the kind of man that Tony Lee is. Uh, number one, uh, Tony Lee has never seen any of the Back to the Future movies. The only Star Wars film he's seen is Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, because he says if you've seen that one, you can kind of figure out what happens in the others. <laughs> but despite that, he does own on DVD films like the Dave Stewart All Saints movie and Mike Myers' The Cat in the Hat. If you're still not sure whether you trust Tony Lee, I'll tell you two more facts about him that should represent, that should uh, uh, should point him out as a man who cannot be trusted. So, number one, Tony Lee has been known to tape and keep episodes of You've Been Framed. Yeah. 
And secondly, and most damning of all, Tony Lee refers to the chocolate sweet revels as revels. <laughs> okay, we're all on board. Not a man who can be trusted. So I'll tell you now the two facts that he told me about this man, Neil Buchanan. The first alleged fact that he told me about this man was that apparently Neil Buchanan lies about his age and he is currently in his mid to late 70s. Seems very unlikely. And the second fact he told me, and this can't leave this room because it's, it's pretty bad. He's from Hackney, my friend Tony, and he said, apparently, when he was at college, he was a right dirty bastard. That's what he said. That can't leave this room. That's slander. That's slander. So I decided to see if I could verify either of these facts in the Who's Who on television book. And it says here that, that Neil Buchanan was in fact born in October 1961, that would make him 56 now, which I suspect is a lot more reasonable. And it says, it goes on to say that he has a background as a TV presenter on such television shows as Number 73, Motormouth, Motormouth 2, as well as being the co-divisor and presenter of the children's art programme, Art Attack. And they are all facts that I can confirm. However, it goes on to say that he recorded two heavy metal albums with the rock group Marseille, the self-titled album Marseille, and its follow-up, Red, White and Slightly Blue, which is probably the worst album title I've ever heard in my life. Well, it might go some way to explaining why he's slightly blue in that photograph. <laughs> Let's say this story took place uh, in the year 2000. In fact, before that, sorry. He, he, uh, it says here that his most cherished memory is performing to 20,000 people in American ice hockey stadiums every night for two months. And if we assume that two months equals 60 dates and times that by 20,000, that means at least 1,200,000 people have seen Neil Buchanan in his band. All I'm saying is, if at least 1,200,000 people had seen this, that someone would have remembered it. <laughs> I tried to look it up on the internet, but this was in the year 2000, and my only access to the internet was via a Sega Dreamcast, and you had to try and type things in. And at the time, there was nothing to do with Marseille on the internet at all. So I asked my friend Ozzy, and he worked at Flashback Records in Essex Road at the time, and I asked him to see if he could, um, he said, if anything ever comes in by the band Marseille, can you put it aside for me? And he said he would. And months, if not years, passed, and there was nothing. But then, eventually, he said, you'll never guess what's turned up. And he said, it's this. It's a seven-inch record sleeve by the band Marseille of a song called The French Way. Not the reverse of this sleeve. Um, it's got the French way there, and the song credit is credited to one Neil Buchanan. It says at the bottom that it's from the forthcoming LP, Red, White, and Slightly Blue, <laughs> which would back up the information from the book. And it even has a photo of the band on the reverse with a man in the middle who could be, could be, a young Neil Buchanan. But something about that's wrong, isn't it? There's no record of that. <laughs> so I went back to my friend Ozzy and said, there's no record in this. And he said, no. That is how it appeared when it turned up at the shop, he said. Now, I'm not saying that Neil Buchanan would deliberately mock up a seven-inch record <laughs> in order to put me off the scent. 
All I'm saying is, he is famously good at art. <laughs> and again, months, years passed, and my friend Ozzy said, got you a present on Christmas, he got me this. And it was the... It was Marseille. It was the self-titled album by the band Marseille. And straight away I thought, is there a record in it? And there was. And there was music on it. All that music is credited on the back to one Neil Buchanan. And I have to admit, Neil Buchanan was definitely in a 70s heavy metal band called Marseille. And yet something about that sleeve still bothered me. What it is, it's the Marseille logo there. The big yellow M. And I thought, where have I seen that logo before? It was then that I realised, if you turn that upside down, that Marseille have exactly the same logo as the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> I thought, could Neil Buchanan's Marseille possibly have been an influence on the Wu-Tang Clan? And I thought, no, that's ridiculous, isn't it? Because what have the Wu-Tang Clan possibly got in common with Marseille? Now I remembered what my friend Tony Lee had told me, and I realised that both bands feature an old dirty bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Was it worth it for that? Was it worth it? <laughs> um, I think that's my time, actually. Uh, thank you very much for having me. It's been very nice. Cheers. I'd like to welcome, now this is uh, very, it's very exciting, so this is uh, the first band I ever bought merchandise from. Yeah, so you've got an old record, I didn't even have a record player. That's how excited I was about this. Uh, so um, uh, this, this is one of my all-time favourite bands, and here they are playing, uh, here tonight, take the music, please welcome, Poe. <laughs> What about the balance then? I can't hear you, Gary. Can we have more Gary in the monitors, please? <laughs> <laughs> I think you should go forward. <laughs> <laughs> about having no mates that want to go out to the things that you want to go out to um, and it's so you go out with yourself and it's called I Took My Head on a Date and it's about going out, getting drunk on your own and uh, going back and sleeping with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Red. 
love songs and things like that, but uh, this one's got the word love in, I think. It's called I Won't Stay. Was uh, Injury's new boots and panties, 
And so I wrote a song about Ian Jury's new boots and panties, which, <coughs> as a, however old I was, a teenager, I went and bought it, brought it home. Grandma, Dad, I've got this new LP. Listen to it. And if, you know, if you know the album, of course, there's a famous track that starts with all sorts of swear words. Um, <laughs> all of the swear words. All of the swear words. All, 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 all from A to C, yeah. Um, <laughs> And so this is called King of Boots, but because I've never played it live before, I'm going to use my stool. And it's called King of Boots, subtitle Kicking Punk Rock to the Masses. Lord. Is that right then? Albert stole my heart. Albert the sun. 
back was totally acoustic. Uh, slightly delayed, but um, worth the wait, I think. Uh, our next show is on Thursday the 6th of July, when we've got Emma Cooper, The Indelicates and Dareful, all playing at the King and Queen. Uh, that'll be the last of the current series of Totally Acoustic. But then after that, we've got our All Day Up on Saturday 12th of August, uh, which will be something to look forward to, I think. Uh, so, yeah, so um, thanks um, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for you came and thanks for whoever you played. And uh, we'll see you next time.